Rewind. This is Dope Nostalgia. Hey, I figured maybe I should actually record the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that might be a good idea. <laughs> just about, so of many all things, things play. <laughs> of all well, it's things. It's official now. All things. Uh, I'm not hearing anybody say they can hear us yet. Well, as long as we can hear each other. Yo, friends, <laughs> can you guys hear us out in YouTube land? And is it sounding all right for you? Let us know in the chat. Let us know in the chat. Just say, hey, yo, somebody. <laughs> Anybody scream. What's up, my people? Then I'll feel feel ready. All, all good. Thank you, Michelle. All right, yes. guys. Welcome. Yay. This is our third year officially of the Dope Nostalgia podcast. And we thought, hey, why not try this and see what could go wrong, right? Jimmy's favorite phrase. That's, <laughs> that's my theory of life. <laughs> could possibly go wrong so i really want to welcome my special guests today of course andrew scott from it's a conspiracy podcast which if you haven't had a chance to check out yet you must welcome well thank you this is i'm his third, really happy to be here his third dope nostalgia now too Ooh. Mm-hmm. he's good at this that's why i like we gotta get him back <clears throat> and from the jedi jimmy podcast as well as Cruise 95.7 FM in Edmonton, Alberta's morning show. Welcome to James White. James P. White. Jimmy. Jimmy J. That's me. And of course, welcome to Kendra Classen Hunt, who's always, always, always been a co host for me many, many times. You guys know her, you love her. Say hi to Kendra. Hello. Also known as a podcaster with no podcast because yeah. on, on everyone's podcast <laughs> on her own and uh you can check out her music uh what's what link can people check out your music page at uh they can go to either our facebook or instagram we post a lot on instagram just jd and the word and not the symbol and kendra and, uh, and a lot kendra. of videos of okay sweet Sweet, sweet, sweet. So I'm welcoming everybody. You can see us all okay, hear us all okay. It's good to go. If you see on the screen there too, uh, invite your friends, share, get the, some subscribes going on to the channel because uh, my goal today is trying to get a few new subscribers by the end of the show. We'll see how that goes on our YouTube. I know we're not YouTube centric. We're a podcast, which means like generally we kind of concentrate on like Spotify and Apple Music and those types of uh, platforms, but YouTube's fun. So why not? You know? Um, but speaking of which, that reminds me, I've noticed a lot in the past year. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this, especially with having your own podcast. A lot of people do not understand what the definition of a podcast is. Mm. Really? That's interesting. Have you found that? <laughs> I would love to hear what the definition of a podcast is because, frankly, I don't know if I could define exactly what a podcast is and how it would be separate from other platforms. I love that with Andrew. Yeah. I think the primary thing that sets it apart um, is the opposite of what we're doing right now is that it's usually recorded. It's Mm pre-recorded. And you can get it at any time. It, you don't have to be there like to hear it at a certain time when it when it drops it drops it's out out into the universe and you can listen to it whenever you want mm-hmm. which is funny hello everybody i just wanted to give shout outs to everybody christy rebecca karene annie michelle rat tail everybody out in the chat thank you for being here today i really <laughs> smell a rat <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Annie, hi. I don't know if Annie got this, but I gave her a shout out on one of our episodes because she's one of the sweetest listeners we have. She always has such nice, nice things to say uh, in our social media after every episode. So Annie, thank you so much for that. And uh, hey, JD's, JD's on the YouTube. Oh, hi, JD. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I love how she's watching downstairs for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do my best to be watching the comments at the same time. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how much I can do multitask. And welcome, Sonia, to the chat as well. All right. So, yeah, the definition of a podcast pre-recorded. You can get it anytime. Now, so the other thing I always wonder, too, is, is it always going to be just audio? Or some people consider a podcast a visual form, too. It's funny because you, you get some people that like, like the majority of it is listened to on like either like wherever you like to listen to it, Spotify or whatnot. But you, you find that a lot of people always end up accidentally saying, yeah, I watched your show, but like you don't have any visuals. So Everyone it's always so that. funny when people do that. And I'm grateful that they're paying attention. I'm just like, oh, you watched my show. You watched my audio. Nice. <laughs> my Jedi and Jimmy podcast is both. It's It's recorded and video recorded at the same time. So it runs as a video as well as you get the audio version as well. Like, yeah. because mine is very visual. Like I do lightsaber stuff, which doesn't translate well in audio. Um, oh yeah. You have some visual elements that are pretty cool. Well, you can't really be the Jedi Jimmy podcast without a lightsaber. Come on. That is pretty much a prerequisite. Yeah. <laughs> or the crazy Star Wars. You, have you got a lightsaber with you tonight? Are you going to be doing any lightsaber demonstrations uh, tonight? Could you? I have. I think it's. I, have, I think you should show I have the people. Be on my wall, right behind me, kind of. Give the people okay. what they want, Jimmy. <laughs> All right, out in the chat room in the world, I think you guys want to see the the lightsabers, right? Oh, oh I think look so. at those. Okay. Wow. Here's a demonstration of what he what he's got here. So you can find the Jedi Jimmy podcast on YouTube. By the way, folks, if you, he's got several episodes you can catch up on. Yeah. Uh, okay, am I doing a demonstration? <laughs> yeah. Do a demonstration. Yeah. <laughs> and like a clothes on demonstration, if you don't mind. Just, just. Oh, my clothes are on. Okay. He, he, sure he hasn't had enough beers now. yet. So he probably needs at least two more. <laughs> I was going to have some drinks, but then I'm like, no, I have to walk after this. I can't even walk properly, so. <laughs> that oh, would yeah. me. Uh, Jimmy, may I ask who who is this lightsaber? Like, which Jedi is this? Uh, who does this belong to? This is uh, Anakin Skywalker's, also known as Luke Skywalker's Memphis Rays. So it's all three. Nice. That is not a broom handle you just stuck in there. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Oh, sweet. Do you have enough space there to really get your groove on? This is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You kind of got an so... idea. This is exciting. You kind of got an idea. It made a noise. Some it of the listeners the are thinking too. you should take your shirt off, Jimmy. Yeah. Rattail wants the shirt off. Okay. Then this is a democracy. I mean, if the people speak, then take them the off. people right? what they want. It's, yeah. It's just... This is not a Jedi Jimmy shirtless podcast. You this have is to pay, podcast. You have to. There's more nudity in my podcast than your podcast. <laughs> but you know, 
I get it. You got to give, you got to save it for your podcast. I'll get people there. I'll be like, you got to go check out his shirtless clips. He's got a TikTok, right? What's yeah. your TikTok? Uh, I think it's James P. White too. Nice. Everything is James P. White. Okay. There's so, so many social medias now. You have to actually remember them all. Like, what is it on this one again? Is there a dash in between my name or not? <laughs> I don't are you guys doing uh, TikTok's kind of fun. It's taken me a long time to get past a learning curve with it though. Yeah, like, me too. I feel like I it's the one thing <laughs> that makes me it? feel 60 years old. I don't even <laughs> want to admit how many times it takes me to do one of our videos because I'm like, damn it, that's not how you do it. How did I get that last time? Shit, I, I accidentally deleted something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel so old when I'm using this app. That the and Snapchat. The, the majority of the things I do on TikTok is usually me drunk in my living room doing something stupid. <laughs> well, again, give the people what they want. I mean, I love those videos, Jimmy. Like, they are fantastic. Yeah. But I especially yeah. love it when elementary school kids who saw me do an anti-bullying program. Mm -hmm. I saw you at my school as I'm dancing <laughs> on my living room in my underwear. Um, you should tell the people about your other jobs. Oh, man. They seem to randomly come up in conversation sometimes. What other job? Other, I'm a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> like, How could you forget about that job? I don't, I don't think there's much I don't do for money. Oh, <laughs> now we're talking. Okay. We got Mikey in the chat. Oh, nice. Oh, Thank you, everybody, for your awesome birthday wishes. Three years, we actually made it this far, and it's been an incredible year. Incredible. Um, I guess we should start by saying, of all of the guests we've had this year, and I'll ask you each individually, um, you might need to look back at the list because even I can't remember right now who's all been on the show this year. But what was maybe one one or two of your favorite guests that we had on? We'll start with Kendra. Uh, favorite guests. Well, first off, like one of my favorites of this last year um, was uh, the Go-Go's episode <sighs> with uh, with Gina. She was she was awesome. I loved her energy. She was like so fun to listen to. Like your interview with her was really awesome and she just she had such great energy and it was such a great interview that was insane because i thought this is a go-go this is like huge. That's huge gina shock the drummer from the go-go's and i'm like how did i even get this and it wasn't an interview i had reached out to get because this was something that i thought oh there's no way i would get the go-go's right and when i think of the go-go's i kind of think of the 80s more than mm -hmm. i do the 90s right but they were very active in the 90s as well Oh yeah. So, so it was actually a publicist who who mentioned it to me that Gina was doing interviews right now, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm on. I'll do it." Yeah, bring it on. Oh, it was <laughs> it was such a great interview, especially for the fact that like you know she was talking about in the in the episode she's isn't she only the second drummer uh, to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame female second drummer? female drummer. Yeah. Yep. The second female drummer ever. And they had just been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like a month before. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was, that was wow. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was one of my favorites for sure. And uh, the uh, LFO uh, episode with Brad. I never remember how to say it. Right. Like Fisch Fischetti? Fischetti. Fischetti. Yeah. Very Italian. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really great episode. It was, it was sad because like, 
I had no idea that two of the other members of LFO had passed on and until yeah. that episode. So like to get him on and get him talking about it and how he's trying to keep their, you know, their name and like their band's legacy alive and everything he's doing. I thought it was just such a great episode. It was beautiful, honestly, because I tell you when you're dealing with such heavy like topics like that too, as an interviewer, it's kind of scary because you're really afraid that you don't want to make the person upset. Yeah. You know, but he handled everything so gracefully and it was really nice to like, basically you got to go into it thinking we're going to give a nice tribute to the people who have passed, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's totally how it came off. Like it was like such a great conversation between the, the two of you <clears throat> and it was very heartfelt and it was just, it was lovely to listen to. Joey says happy birthday, like Joey Mack. <laughs> There's a bunch of people from New York, from New York in the house. That are oh, nice. New York. That's awesome. New York they buddies. Our friends who were at Carnegie Hall last night in New York City watching Joey McIntyre's 50th birthday celebration concert. Oof. So Why does that ever make me feel old? He's 50. <laughs> One of the Baby new Joey kids on Joe the block. is 50. They're all oh. 50 now. They're aren't all they? over 50 now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's official. It's official. We're old. We're old, but he was always the youngest one. Like, He's the wasn't baby. he like like eight when they got famous? He was. He was just <laughs> a kid. He's a child. Just a tiny child. <laughs> Pretty close. I love you guys. Thank you for making the time to tune in today and jump onto the chat and say hi. Wow, this is an amazing meow chat. Meow crew. Hi. It's meow meow crew. I know. <laughs> Rattel, Meow Meow crew, all of you. Thank you. And Mikey, Mikey also, you know, we love and you. Mikey's such JD, a good supporter of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley from Louisiana watching. Yes. Welcome, oh, yeah, Ashley. Nice. That's awesome. He's still the youngest one. Yeah, they don't, it doesn't, it's not a race. You can't really, it hasn't yeah. changed. Age up to someone yeah, and catch up or anything. Yet. All of a sudden, yeah. Jonathan is 46. Though. That would be a, he would like that, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy, what is one of your favorite best guests of the past year? I have to say Susan Aguka. Mm. Nice. Oh, uh, another good episode. Good, good, good Canadian. And and I remember, you know, listening to her music when I was younger and just, and then the podcast itself just was uh, pretty well done. And I, and what a great person she is too. Mm-hmm. Our friend Crystal was on that episode too. Crystal is a big supporter of this show in many, many ways. And not not only that, she's one of my best friends on earth. So it was really exciting to get her uh, involved in that interaction with her being an indigenous person to Mm. speak with Susan about indigenous issues, especially the things that affect Canadians. So it was beautiful. Very, very happy that whole moment happened. Yeah, that was a really, really great episode, too. I loved it as well. It was one of my favorites as well. I was going to say here in the chat, I'm seeing there's some questions. I am so happy throughout all of us. We can we can totally answer your questions. Um, I got a question from Rattail saying, can you tell us how you source your guests? Oh, the secrets. Is it going to are we going to find out? It's not some secret sauce. It's not some magical unicorn type shit. It's basically. (laughs) It all started in March 2020. No, June, January 2020, <laughs> when nobody was doing anything. Musicians had to stay at home. We all had to stay at home. And for suddenly, 
the world was my oyster to reach out to people because they weren't doing anything. You know, there's no shows, nothing going on. So it was a, it was a horrible time, but it was a good time to build the podcast because people were available. And when we set out to do this show, it wasn't going to be interviewing anybody. It was just going to be like hanging out with friends talking about, hey, you remember this band? I didn't actually think that I would be able to get people on it. So, um, so they started with that. And then now how I source guests kind of the same way. And it's kind of easier than you'd think. Cause I just basically start by reaching out to them on their social media. Some are trickier to get to than others. Some of them I reach out to, uh, to managements and agents. And there are actually a few um, publicists and agents who keep me on their mailing list. So as a media source. So if somebody they have that they represent is doing interviews right now, sometimes I'll get that email and I'll be like, put my hand up. Yeah, let's do it. So that is the magic. That is it. Timing was really, own... really good in that sense for you <laughs> when it came it's... to like everything shutting down and you had all this availability and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was all timing. So it had gave me enough time to build up a list of of guests that we've had and then kind of go from there and thank you for the question uh yeah uh rebecca and chrissy are celebrating dope nostalgia's birthday together today and i want to thank you guys for getting together and doing that and having Hi. some drinks and cheers <laughs> cheers to that are you guys doing some shots <laughs> hopefully hopefully yeah so now we'll move on and i'll ask andrew andrew what was your uh, favorite guest of the year well uh, first of all i gotta tell you something so when you were talking about this here that there's a quote from uh, malcolm gladwell that kind of popped into my head so uh you were saying all oh, the timing and i, I uh, you know but uh malcolm gladwell said that uh achievement is talent plus pepper preparation plus luck so you had a really good idea you're super talented you're really motivated and the timing was kind of out of your hands on that like unless you were behind that whole pandemic thing which maybe uh, I mean, I I, sorry no. guys <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were prepared with a really good idea and just a, a very very talented person so yeah that was that's definitely the i think the secret there is just just hard work um i i was a huge fan of the fastball episode i really liked them uh when i was in high school i thought it was a really really cool kind of different sort of sound i didn't realize that they'd worked with brian setzer so i was just like yeah. oh like i just as a guitar player, like it's, he's such a unique talent. And uh, the other one that I really, really loved was the one, the girls from Quebec. Uh, and I'm trying to think what their name is, Sky? Yeah. And I, from the group Sky. I, I'm just, yeah. So I don't know when that was. And I hope that was since January. I feel like it, it was. was. But they were, was. they were fantastic, right? Like just super, super cool. And just again, like a unique Canadian talent and just something uh, a little different. Um, and I do have to say that as also with a little geeky moment here, uh, getting to join you and talk to Christian Simpson from Glue Leg was like just my inner 15 year old was like, oh, I just love these guys. So it was just I'm, so cool getting to actually, you know, see him now and just kind of. I'm really you know. glad we could make that happen because it was something you and I were talking about ahead mm. of time. I'm like, Andrew, I want you to come on the show. Who do you want to talk about? And then you came up with glue leg immediately. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll reach out to this band just to see if we can do this together. And it worked. It yeah. happened. So, so cool. Right. And 
fortuitous timing again like they've got an album coming out it's kind of a different sort of album they're going back to a different lineup and just super cool and i i hate to sound like i'm plugging myself because i was on that episode but it just was a really cool opportunity to sit and chat with someone who i who i really admire like a canadian talent that i'm like oh i love this guy like he's just so cool and uh yeah very very cool it brings me joy when we can have moments like where i got the fact that you were going to be on the show and the band you wanted to talk to at the same time. I'm like, this is really exciting for me. So mm-hmm. don't think it's <laughs> anything that before we move on to, I just want to tell people about it's a conspiracy podcast. And uh oh, do you want to, do you want to just give them a little, <laughs> dun, little, dun, dun. <laughs> little slice of info about your sure. show? Yeah, we can talk about it. So we, uh, what we do is we take a look at a conspiracy or an alternative account or a legend, myth, whatever. Um, and we sort of deliver the straight up facts and we try to keep our opinions out of it. So like, is the world flat is, uh, you know, are, are we all slaves to like a reptile race of people, stuff like that. And then, um, in the end we give our opinions on it. So we try to present the material rarely do we actually keep our opinions out it's really hard for me in particular (laughs) uh but uh one of the things i always have to say is that i'm not a i'm not a crackpot i'm not crazy (laughs) it's you guys that are crazy so anytime you have a conspiracy related thing people are like oh are you uh are you a scary like nut job and i'm like no i'm i'm a normal guy just you know we try to deliver it (laughs) and we just like talking about them so we we try to have like a very inclusive thing and uh talk about some craft beers and mm-hmm. we're uh, we're a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, and they're really cool. So that's kind of a uh, another part of like unique Alberta talent. So shows like Bollywood is for Lovers or uh, the Loyal Company, the River Valley stuff like that. There's just really cool uh, part of a little network of podcast friends that, like yourself, you get to meet these people, and it's like this is just such a unique platform for information, you know, it's- listening and being entertained and engaging with people. It's really cool. It's a good community. And uh, one of my favorite yeah. things you ever talked about on your podcast was about, is Avril Levine actually dead and been replaced with another Avril? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a theory. <laughs> that's a real theory. Yeah. There, yeah. Well, there's the, the one episode that Naomi and I were on where we're talking about the, like the whole, like where karaoke originated from and all of the, the things yeah. that I, I had no idea about <laughs> on whether they're true, but like the murders and everything. Um murders yeah it was the the my way murders that's right there was a string of murders (laughs) from people that were associated with the song my way including uh he didn't murder anybody but uh or they didn't murder anybody excuse me but ezra miller apparently when he was arrested in hawaii it was this lady singing my way and he's like i hate this song and he threw a chair at her and it's (laughs) just yeah just uh yeah people are crazy about their karaoke's they're very serious about it yeah (laughs) But we you should know. definitely check out that podcast though if any of this sounds interesting because it is quite a good podcast it's fun it's cool, awesome cool. There, 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 there's sometime. another question in the chat too there's another question in the, oh first yeah. of all hey ness good to see you ness i know what was the where's the question it was i wrote it down because i saw it going by i'm like i will write Thank this you. down for later it's Thank by you. the uh, it's from the meow 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 crew that's a okay. hard word for me meow meow yeah, it's hard to get out Yum, I yum. haven't even been drinking, and, <laughs> but uh, they were asking if uh, what would be one dream guest that we would all individually like to see Ooh. on the show. That is a great question. Yeah, Kendra, you should start. Ah, I was gonna wait for you guys to start. Okay, um, I already know what guest. she's gonna say. Oh my goodness, I think, I think. Oh God, like 
I'm I'm trying to think, okay, 90s or just like my favorite people. There's so many of my favorite people I'd love to have on the show. There's one you uh, want for sure that kind of bleeds into the 90s a little bit, but it's more early 2000s. Yeah, mm. that would be Pink. We did an episode Pink. on Pink. Cool. She would be amazing. I, I think mm -hmm. she'd be so cool to talk to. Um, like, yeah, all of the current people I love, Pink, Brandy Carlisle, Sarah i would love them but they're not like super 90s they're more 2000s so if i had to be like legit and finding a 90s person oh man uh that's a hard question there's so many people i love from back in that day um <laughs> oh that's a hard one ah um because it just depends on if you want to go down the band route or like the no matter singer's singer songwriter don't matter. uh holly mcnarland i still would love it if she would be on the show Ooh, we did an episode sorry, on sorry to all our americans <laughs> like <laughs> who are these people who are these people but like if you haven't heard of holly mcnarland like she was a great like canadian artist back in the 90s and she had some really fantastic music and uh um yeah she was one of my favorites when i growing up i'm glad that we did an episode on her but i would totally love if she would come on the show and and get to pick oh, her brain sure. on some of her songs because she's got some like incredible songs. What about Jimmy? Uh, we we did a podcast on this band, and you know who it is. As soon as you said '90s, who would John Schlitt from uh, Petra? Petra, the, the Christian, Christian rock, band. rock band, and they are American too. They are American. We I did reach out to them, but I never heard anything. Sad. Oh well, very sad. But you never know. People are busy, you know. What about you, Andrew? You know, I was just thinking when you were talking about this here, and maybe you guys can think of who I'm I'm trying to think of. But uh, do you guys remember the show Street Sense that was on TV like in the early 90s? Yes. Yeah. And there was that guy that was kind of the breakaway star from that who uh, had his own TV show for a little while. And he would like play different characters and he would do little voices and stuff like that. Like it was like Jonovision or something like that. He had a show. Jonovision, Jonathan Jonovision. Jonathan was it Jonathan Torrance? Okay. So Jonathan Torrance would be someone who would be really fascinating because he, he just had so many facets to him. Like he was an actor. He was on the show. I think he's got a, like either a, a, a YouTube thing or a, a podcast thing or something like that going on. And, um, interesting, interesting guy, uh, and seems really funny, mm -hmm. but, uh, he would be sort of my, like, we should talk to him. That'd be super cool. Um, but Very I think, cool. and, and maybe I hate to steal, uh, Naomi's choice, but I, I feel like the, the guest that needs to be on this show sooner rather than later is of course Donnie Wahlberg, right? Like Donnie, <laughs> what are we waiting yes. for, buddy? Come on. Like yes. let's let's do this. And uh, so many, so many questions and like fascinating guy. My, my first time watching uh The Masked Singer was with uh was with you guys actually. I think Jimmy was there too during the yeah. lockdown and being like, what are you doing? It's like a Zoom. Wednesday night or whatever. Like you want to come and watch this show with us. I'd never seen it before and it was the funniest thing ever and uh and and he was there i just loved it so much so i mean that was just one more kind of like notch on my i love donnie Wahlberg belt um and uh yeah cool you gotta cool. love donnie Wahlberg. And yeah. come and do the show it was funny watching that too because that whole episode i'm like i swear it's donnie's the chicken that is donnie. <laughs> you, <were right. laughs> you knew it yeah you knew it right away that's almost like as fast as i knew hansen was on the show i listened mm. to three words i'm like it's hansen i knew it couldn't convince me different. <laughs> yes. 
What are those dolls called again? Those stacking Russian dolls? The Russian dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was totally handsome. It was very obvious. You you know yeah. your stuff. But that kind of segues into, uh, of course, Johnny is my dream guest. He Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of my best moments for me of the year wasn't necessarily the guest itself. It was the fact that when I went on the New Kids on the Block cruise with all of these fine folks, many of these fine folks in the chat when we had at the time of our lives, is the fact that Donnie took the time to shout out this show on Amazing. the Lido deck in front of so many friends and people who never listened or knew about it. And I was shaking. I was I was almost in tears. I grabbed my friend Tracy and I'm like shaking. I'm like, I can't believe that just happened. I can't believe it. So, yeah, it, the it, fact it's that incredible. He, 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 I'd actually met him the night before at the after party on the boat on the first night. And I was kind of nervous, but I was like, I'm going to go walk up to him and introduce myself. So I, I said, hi, I'm Naomi from the Dope Nostalgia podcast. And he smiles at me and he takes my shoulders and he goes, I know I listened to your show. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> I love that. Oh. Like how exciting. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So cool. Yeah. That was that was like a mind-blowing mind-blowing moment. So thank you Donnie for everything you did for me this year. And one day, one day we'll get you on the show. Nice. Uh, another dream guest for me would probably be actually George Strombolopoulos. Oh, now, good call. Oh, that would be a, a great one. He's a Canadian broadcasting legend. For those of you who don't know, you might have seen, especially in this chat, you might have seen an interview on YouTube on George's show on CBC. I forgot the name of his Strombo's show, but he interviews Jordan Knight, and it's like the best interview Jordan's probably ever done. Mm. Um, but yeah, Strombo, fantastic. I can't imagine interviewing him. He's like, one of the greatest interviewers i think in canadian broadcast history oh man he was one of my favorites from uh, much music for sure mm -hmm. yeah. back in the day that'd be awesome yeah that would be a, a quite a get and then, and then getting somebody like alanis alanis oh. morissette yeah of course but trying to convince her to talk about the night like before jagged little pill that yeah. would probably be a challenge but i would love to get her to talk about her pop career before, oh, be so before jagged little pill i wonder if yeah like i don't know if that was big in the states or what but her like when she was just alanis and it was kind of an electronic thing like i uh yeah i it's it's a weird thing when you listen to it right isn't it's it's very different than her like jagged little pill and everything subsequently yeah oh yeah when jagged little pill came out i was like holy shit that's her what <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, this is amazing. And of course, it ended up becoming one of those albums that like all of us young ladies were really into and it was inspiring. So, yeah, we she killed it in the 90s. On, we even did an episode on Jagged Little Pill. We sure yeah. did. And I think we did it this year, too. Last year. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mikey says, Kendra, I think it's that time. Uh -oh. <laughs> is that, that time? I'll do mean? a shot of tea for you, Mikey. <laughs> I got a shot of water. Woo. I'm still on. I'm still on pain meds. Naomi and I both had surgery within a week of each other. So <laughs> we are the broken. The, half of mm. us in this in this podcast are broken, but we're getting better. Yes, we got some mm. Jordan love in the uh, comments. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the second half of the show, I wanted to play a game with you guys. Um, <gasps> 
this or that, basically. I have a whole list of 90-centric things that I would like you to choose, which is your favorite and why. So we could do this two ways. We could do it where each of you answer the same question or, you know, just be like, this one's for you, this one's for you, this one's for you. What would you guys prefer? What's more fun? Us all having an opinion? We all have to yell out at the same time. and then you Oh, no, we should probably it. take turns. <laughs> much as it's fun to yell, it might be a little clearer what we're saying. If we're Let's like... make this stressful for our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're just yelling at each other. Maybe yeah. just one we'll at have a time. A rotation. One time. We'll have yeah. a rotation. Kendra, Jimmy, Andrew, because that's the way I see you in the windows. Okay. No. All right. So here we go. And in our chat room, I want you guys to please feel free to give your answers to these questions too, because I think it'll be really fun to see what you guys have to say. Be creative. Do whatever. I love it. Okay. First one, we're going to start with Kendra. If you have to choose this or that, Whitney or Mariah? Oh, hands down, I pick Whitney. Whitney? Oh, what? Yeah, hands down <laughs> for me. <laughs> Why is that? You know, um, they're both incredible. Don't get me wrong. I think Mariah is incredible. Um, <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to say this and not sound like an asshole? Um, I feel like uh, Whitney, she mastered the art of like less is more. Like she really knew how to pick her moments to really like, use her agility and and her ability to sh like showcase her voice i sometimes found like mariah was like she's really really hard to sing because she makes it almost impossible to follow her melody lines <laughs> if mm -hmm. i'm being completely honest but it's i do really love hard both to, of them it's really hard but, to replicate mariah carey yeah it is but like yeah. they're both incredible artists but yeah if i had to pick one whitney would be it jimmy i'd go i'd go with whitney too yeah, uh, most of uh, she has a very powerful voice, but you know the movie Bodyguard came out in the '90s, where that's that song she did, you could feel it in the movie as well in the song, like the the feeling in the song mm -hmm. that she portrayed in the movie, which really was a clincher for me, like because you know you could feel it in both spots. Did you say right? clincher or clencher? I don't know. That's I'm picturing some butt <laughs> clenching for some reason. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. clencher. It was more like a cruncher. Um, a cruncher. <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. Thank you. I like that, Jimmy. That's good. What about you, Andrew? You know, I do love Whitney. I just um and I I, I really like the bodyguard, but I I I gotta say just the the sheer talent of Mariah Carey. Like she is a uh like a generational talent. And I think I might like the music of Whitney Houston more, but just the like vocal wise, like she is Mariah Carey's is it, it, there's just no real, like people like Freddie Mercury that come along once in a while, people like Mariah Carey, it just generational talents. And it's impossible to kind of compare them to other human beings. So, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I get like, I do get it. And Whitney Houston, if I'm thinking it, it really is kind of, she might be the more um, casual listening of the two. Like, whereas Mariah Carey is more like, you better sit down and listen to this because I'm going to put on like a, a, a masterclass for you here. True. But, uh, I do got to say, one of the things I love about Whitney Houston is that in the early 90s, she actually sued the animated series of the X-Men 
because she thought that the theme song, the like, she she claimed that that was ripped off of her song, uh, like "Be My Baby Tonight" or "I'm Your Baby Tonight." Oh, I'm your baby tonight. Yeah, this was a big deal. So, and I was like, I love Bodyguard, but like, don't. I was like, Whitney, if you if you take X Men off TV, like you're gonna lose a fan right here. So I was okay with it because it didn't happen. But uh, I really do love both of them. But I think vocally, yeah, Mariah Carey's probably the. There's a lot in the yeah. chat that people are, are agreeing with the Whitney. There's a couple Mariah. <laughs> Whitney's winning this one. Yeah. Whitney's definitely winning this one. And it's funny, Rattel even says Whitney. That can't be Chris answering. That's got to be Adrian. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, yes. Um, I I would pick Mariah because, not because of, I think, any less of Whitney. I love them both equally, but Mariah was more of an influence on me. I saw her first really, because like, she was on the Arsenio Hall show and that was a show I watched religiously. I should have been in bed as a child, but mm-hmm. night owl. So I'd stay up and watch Arsenio and that's where brand new singer. She's just come out with this new song, vision of love. Here's Mariah Carey. And I'm hearing her for the first time and then the whistle tones and everything. And I'm like, Oh, that's one of the people who made me want to be a singer. So yeah. that's why I picked Mariah. Yeah. Both are awesome, awesome. They they are. They really are. Like it's you know. Shout out to Phil M in the chat. Phil and Crystal. Welcome. Carla's there. Hi, Carla. Good to see you again. So thank you guys for for being a part of our episode today. I'm gonna move on to the next this or that. Start with Kendra once again. Brian Adams or Bruce Springsteen. Ooh. Uh I'd have to go with Brian Adams personally. I I like both as well, but I think just sheerly based on like songwriting abilities alone, Brian Adams has put out so many fantastic songs and melody lines. Like that guy can write a hook for days. So that's my chance. (laughs) Jimmy. Uh, Part of my answer is because I'm tainted. Uh, you because, are tainted because because <laughs> I'm in radio and all the, like we play so much Brian Adams because of the forced Canadian content that we have to play all the time. Like he's a hell of a singer, but you know the terrestrial radio here in Canada plays way too much and mm-hmm. not enough Bruce. Like I know one of my first like I I bought the Tunnel of Love cassette, uh, Brian Adams, when I was a kid. Like, we saved my uh, life money to buy. Tunnel of Love is Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. Oh, okay, you said Brian Adams. Did you not? No, I, mean, no, no, I said, but that's why I... But oh. we don't I'm play, sorry. We don't play enough Bruce Springsteen, because one of my uh, first... And then, you know, born in the USA. Yeah, we play too much. Uh, that, Brian, all, just, that all boils down to CanCon rolls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Nope. That's a fair answer because yeah, you, mm-hmm. you you probably play Brian Adams at like once an hour. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty close. <laughs> Andrew. I think I'm gonna have to go with Jimmy on this one because it's almost like radio in Canada is like, well, we've only got Brian Adams for like male singers, so we better play him like every six minutes. <laughs> or, you know, 
we're going to get shut down. Like, I don't get it. And I, I, I guess I like Brian Adams a lot. And I like the way he, I mean, he could have retired a long time ago. Like he's still doing it. He's still looking great. He's still writing songs. He's still performing. He doesn't need to do any of this. And he just, he's an interesting talent. He's got a really interesting story. The whole connection with him and Tina Turner is like super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, I love a solid Canadian success story, but Bruce Springsteen, it's just iconic in in a number of ways as a as a solo guy as a as a as a band leader as a kind of a political activist i think he's um if i may he's got more to say than brian adams who's yeah. just kind of like i love you baby why don't you love me back come on let's go live in the woods or whatever bruce springsteen has like real things to say and let's go uh, live in the woods. <laughs> uh, brian adams always in some ewok village coming down a rope ladder and somebody's like oh i love you or walking around with the spice girls i i guess i just it just isn't my jam so much but bruce springsteen i'm like when that guy like when he passes away uh i think americans like or dislike him will be like this is it'll be like it, it was like with the canadians losing gord downey from the tragically hip it's like you might not be a tragically hip fan but this is like our canadian guy like maybe more so than Neil Young, like Gord Downey was like the Canadian kind of like we're all sort of upset about it. And mm-hmm. I think when Bruce Springsteen does pass away, it, the Americans will have a similar reaction. Not that I can really speak for the U.S., but like this was one of the voices of a generation, like yeah. truly unique talent to to them. And uh, just a, he's just a solid rock star. Like he's so awesome. Yeah, that's a really good take on it. Um, and I look at it that way, too, where it's like. Bruce is more of the lyricist. He's telling more st- good stories about the working man and the everyday uh, struggles that people have. Mm-hmm. Brian's more like an escapism type of lyricist, you know? That's a fair, that's a fair. Yeah, absolutely. And it just depends escapism. on what you're in the mood for, right? Yes. Equals frivolous. Frivolous mm-hmm. good times with Brian. Uh, but Brian's closer to my heart. So I pick Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it simple. Yeah. Um, in yeah. the chat, we've got we've got it pretty split here. Uh, yeah, it's pretty there's split. Some strong yeah. Bruce sentiment in the chat, of course. Um, and I totally love that. I do. I think that's wonderful. I did have a Bruce Springsteen tape back in the day, too. <laughs> yeah. tape. I had a tape. <laughs> Y'all had a tape. There's any listeners that were born like, you know, late 90s early 2000s probably don't even know what a tape is <laughs> oh yeah if you say tape too tape saying tape is kind of weird it's like saying um well actually we do that all the time because we, we still say hey did you tape that did you yeah. record that we did you tape that do, i wonder if younger people would say that at all i gotta pay more attention to that yeah <laughs> make sure you guys taped joey joe last night at carnegie hall okay <laughs> I want to see what well, you I want to see your tape. Um yeah, okay, so moving on to the next one, uh starting with Kendra, Blink 182 or Green Day? Oh. Mm. Ah, man, that that one's a tough one. Um folks, let us know what you think. Oh. I think I'm going to have to go with Green Day on this one. I like them both and like I like them both almost equally, but yeah, I think for songs I like like more of their their stuff. I think that Green Day would probably be it for me. Okay. Yeah, 
all wonderful. I'm, I'm watching the chat too, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is offended. She knows what an eight track is. Okay. <laughs> what year were you born, though, Michelle? <laughs> this is a safe space. You can tell us. <laughs> Jimmy, Blink or Green Day? Huh. I almost want to say Blink, but. I also love the story of the band and they, you know, some of the members of the band, like Tom DeLonge kind of quitting the band to search for UFOs, do his, his own little, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a conspiracy theory kind of thing. Like, you know, trying yeah. to move Cause yeah, he's, he's the guy, he's got an organization that deals with trying to extraterrestrial research and stuff like that. And so, you know, I think just, their story is kind of cool. I like that. Andrew. Uh, hands down green day, like by it's not even close. Blink One Eighty Two are, I just, everything about them. I don't like the sound. I don't like the songs. I just, <laughs> I I've never understood the appeal. Uh, and the one thing I don't like about them is that there was one time where, um, they were hacking on, I think, I think they were making fun of the backstreet boys. Uh-huh. Uh, but they were like, you know, these boys and like, they're just like this, like put together group and they're just looking a certain way and dressing a certain way just to like, you know, appeal to a certain demographic. And I'm like, you guys are doing that exact same thing. Like you were doing the exact same thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's really, I mean, yes. Okay. You kind of got, ugh, I don't even like calling it punk. You've got a punk esque kind of sound, but like the, their image, their videos, everything was like totally finely honed to appeal to a certain demographic green day are real punks and one of the things i love about them is that they they totally go outside of the punk genre like when billy joe armstrong made that album with uh uh nora jones it was all like the uh everly brothers songs i feel like i'm getting that information oh, that's wrong cool. i don't no, know i, I remember him that. doing that like yeah he was singing yeah. like duets with her yeah beautiful and just incredible and like like they continue to be as good and they they're consistent and they're like true to their message and uh, i just kind of love everything about them like they're i'm a fan so i'm super biased but i think in particular billy joe armstrong is like just a really fascinating you know person who's gigantically successful but he's still kind of like honest as an artist mm-hmm. and uh yeah very cool yeah i i i, I Blink-182, I could go the rest of my life and never hear them and be like, yep, happy stuff. But <laughs> Green Blink, Day, I'll listen to them all the time. Maybe Blink was pissed because Backstreet Boys, uh, oh, who, who, no, they intimidated, who did they impersonate? BSB impersonated them or Backstreet- the other way around? No, it was the other, uh, Blink did like a parody of their, mm-hmm. um, the I Wanted That Way video. I Wanted That Way video, yeah. That's what it was. See, that's what I'm talking about. But like, aside from the, like they are the same kind of product, right? Like they're, yeah. they're like, well, ugh, yucky. If yucky. you insult a boy <laughs> band, you're going to have trouble with me. Yeah. yeah. Right. And leave the Backstreet Boys alone. Like, like, kick your fucking yeah. ass. That's right. I said it. <laughs> yeah. So Naomi picks Green Day as well. <laughs> I totally pick Green Day regardless. Yeah. Even if Blink, fuck. Yeah. Blink, Blink songs are annoying to me. I Super annoying. Yeah. I just find yeah. them cheesy and lame and shit. There's certain songs I do like by them, but in terms of just like, like just the sound of Green Day, I like better. And also like the topics that they also talk about in their songs as well. Green you Day, know. better songs, way better yeah. songs. Yeah. 100%. 
All right. And in our chat, in our chat. Oh boy. It's it's looking we pretty had, solid. I'm sorry, Michelle. I'm sorry, Michelle. I gotta gotta say I think Green Day is winning. Uh <laughs> yeah. I think Michelle's the one who said blink, right? Uh but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't get the appeal of blink. Okay, let's go do try something different here. Blockbuster versus Rogers video. Oh, oh. <laughs> Rogers video in the US. I don't think so. I don't oh, think man. I'm sorry to the Americans out there. Rogers is a huge conglomerate corporation in Canada that tries to own all of our telecommunications. Basically. Yeah. But back in the day, they started off as a video store, correct? That's where yeah. the origin was. So Kendra, so. Blockbuster versus Rogers. Blockbuster, hands down for me. Yeah. Oh, that's where I went all the time. Granted, I did live like a block and a half away from one, so it was easy to walk to, but mm. yeah, definitely Blockbuster was my my go-to. Mm-hmm. Jimmy? I 100% Blockbuster. There was more Blockbuster vid- videos, at least in Tabor or... Uh, because was there a blockbuster in Tabor? I think there was for a short period of time, but there was a lot of smaller videos. But I know, um, yeah, uh, I was a blockbuster guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Andrew. Oh, blockbuster, hundred percent. I don't even know if I grew up in Grand Prairie, which is like, a, I, I mean, I know we all know, but a, at the time when I was a kid, it was a smaller community in northern Alberta, and we we didn't even have a Rogers, mm-hmm. but a blockbuster like the one that was like. Like I would not have late fees anymore. Like keep it a couple extra days if you need to. And they always had like the newest stuff and they it just, it was no comparison. Like they're just, they were huge. I feel bad for them. I think they should have jumped on the Netflix thing and, and, and they could have still been around today, but mm. you know, c'est la vie. That's true. There's a whole documentary about how they missed that yeah. ship. Um, yeah. How Netflix came out of nowhere and just ruined everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Mikey says Rogers now owns 75% of Canadian communications. Yeah. It's kind of scary to think. The, the, some the, blah, 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 blah. Earlier <laughs> in 2022, we had a weekend where Rogers crashed. Oh, yeah. And, they, and, and almost every debit machine and ATM machine in Canada runs through yeah. the Rogers telecommunications. So nobody could get money, nobody could make purchases. It was a nightmare and it was just goes to show that <laughs> you can't put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. It was frightening. <laughs> I remember when that happened. It's like nobody could pay for anything. And it's like, mm, now what do we do? <laughs> if I and had it was some... like not even a full day. Like if yeah. it had been two days, I think we would have been like in like Mad Max territory, like <laughs> cannibalism. It would have been savage. <laughs> it would have. It was not even 24 hours and we were like at each other's throats. We're like, this is oh. worse than everything. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the chat, I love it. There's a lot of Blockbuster love in the chat. If I had a liquor bottle right now, we'd be pouring one out. Let's pour one out for Blockbuster, folks. <laughs> but don't really pour it out. Just pretend to because you got to put it in you your know, mouth. Yeah, just drink that. Pour it out in your mouth. Yeah. There was another one too. I used to go to. Uh, I remember video update. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, I remember that video yeah, update. That was, was it yeah. a red letter sign? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! You just mind blown me. Video <laughs> update. Yeah, they were always in like convenience store locations and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was that was my jam too. Yeah. To Canada. 
Absolutely. And the ones with had like free popcorn, like, come Ooh. on, man. Right. That's how you get me every single time. Give me a little was, bag of popcorn on my way in. There was yeah. something about Blockbuster there that made it an experience just going there. That was fun. Getting your candy and getting your movie. And I don't know. It was just like you're prepared. You're preparing for like the best night ever. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So that's I give it up props to Blockbuster for creating that kind of environment. Um, yeah. I think it's a winner. Okay. Yeah. How about okay, Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh? Is that <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh? Am I saying Yu-Gi-Oh, it wrong? Yu-Gi-Oh? 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 Is it Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, you well, know, we know that I'm she's picking pick. Pokemon because she can say that one. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh yeah, Pokemon I definitely, or Yu-Gi-Oh? I'm definitely a Pokemon one. I I never really got into Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I obviously don't even know what the fuck it is because I can't. <laughs> so we already know your answer. <laughs> yeah, you get to pick Pogs. That's easier to say. Oh, yeah. oh Pogs! I love Pogs. <laughs> Pokemon or Pogs would have made. Let's just change it. No sense. Pokemon or Pogs? <laughs> oh God! Okay, <laughs> then I would pick Pogs. Yeah, you were you yeah. a Pogs player? Oh hell yeah! I had a whole book. I had a whole book. I got rid of a few years back. I still had it, mm. and I had all of my like like specialty pogs and my slammers i had the shredder slammers like i, I yeah i was See, a big I, player back then kendra's the youngest in our in our thing here so like kendra experienced that she was still playing at that age <laughs> yeah i was i might have been already drinking at that age <laughs> <laughs> kendra's like let's go outside and play pogs <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I I was playing marbles, okay, back in the day. Marbles, that was the shit. Jimmy, what yeah. about you? Pokemon or Pogs? I didn't do either. Yeah. Except kind of the exact opposite of Kendra. I'm the oldest one in this group, <laughs> and I I was drinking during this time, so um, <laughs> like yes. I. I never did. I know my siblings did, but I really didn't get into any of them. Tinker Toys. That was you. Remember that shit? No, Tinker Toys and Lego. I was big. Yeah. That was the stuff. Andrew? Uh, I, I, Pokemon, like hands down by far, like far and away pogs. I never really got it, but I also like Pokemon. Like I'm, I'm still into Pokemon. My daughter's in Pokemon. She's like become Mm -hmm. like a Pokemon master. And I'm, I'm just, your daughter's my friend on Pokemon go. Yeah. Like that. That's right. You guys are each other gifts. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, uh, the, the cool thing about, uh, Pokemon is, um, like it just kind of just does not stop developing and appealing and it's like really fun and really visual and like really really cool and uh while being like pure of heart like there's no you know like there's no gross stuff it's just yeah, it's just a good show good yeah. clean fun the uh i i always like i've told you guys before i somehow manage a way to sneak this into every conversation i'm in but I lived in Japan for a couple of years. <laughs> and I swear dream. I didn't I'm not trying to like just do this but Pokemon I didn't realize until I was in uh Japan that Pokemon was people are like oh that's an English word and I'm like no it isn't and they're like oh yeah no totally it's 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 an English word it means pocket monster and I'm like I mm. I did not know that. Um and then uh so I at the time I was wondering like what about like Bakugan or Yu-Gi-Oh and I guess Yu-Gi-Oh it means like some kind of king like a game king or a playing king or whatever but 
Pokemon, it just always kind of cracked me up. They're like, yeah, that's English. You know that. I'm like, we, I know what the words pocket monster mean, but Pokemon is, is a unique abbreviation to Japanese. Is Yogi, yeah, po- whatever that thing is, Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, is yeah. It, is, it the, is it the Wish version of Pokemon? It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like a GoBots, Voltron, Power Rangers thing where it's like, it's like a similar idea that it kind of gets, I mean, really, they're, I don't want to get the hate, but they're kind of the same thing. You know, just one's sort of better than the other, but like variations on the same idea. You can still go and get Yu-Gi-Oh cards, but like yeah. save your money, get some Pokemon cards instead. Like be be part of the winning team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make the Michelle, right choice. Michelle yeah. in the chat was asking if there's any Garbage Pail Kids. Those garbage pail kids. Oh, Don't gross. watch that movie. Like, Don't watch just, that. It made me think of when we watched it with a bad movie club. <laughs> we have a bad movie club. In case I think we've mentioned it before, but we watch that movie. It was fucked right up. It was it's so it, gross. I, you know what I remember the most out of that movie? The snot. It's so much snot. <laughs> just everywhere. So Barrels. This is a lot of bodily fluids coming out of different orifices. <laughs> Carlos says, I don't know about this, but was it Pokemon when people were running around with their phones finding them? Yes. That was Pokemon yes. Go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm one of the few players left. Nice. I still play six years later. Uh, it's fun. I enjoy it. It's good. It's good. Naomi and I went on a walk. Yeah. Naomi and I went on a walk this summer. She got me into playing it again. But we not only did we go on a walk, but we went to the liquor store at first and put drinks <laughs> in our drinks. We were pretending we were 16 like, again. We got liquor, uh, walked around a park, played Pokemon. I'm sitting here going, how do I drink and catch Pokemon at the same time? I only have two hands. Very hard. <laughs> I had one in my pocket and then <laughs> drinking with the other one. <laughs> nice. But that's what straws are for. Put it down. Use your hands. You know? Yeah. That's right, Rattail. It's so bad that it's so good. Yes, that's what the movie club's about. We watch the worst shit ever. Yeah, absolutely. Because well, it's so good. Okay. Uh, I'm glad you guys are still here hanging on with us. I hope you're having a good time. Thank you for being in the chat today as well. Um, how are you guys doing for time? Because I know it's almost an hour, but I still got more of these for you. I got oh, I'm still good. Yeah, I got a few more. Okay. I'm going to work up more. Okay, cool. Uh, let's go South Park or Family Guy, Kendra. South Park, South Park, South Park. yeah. And why is it never? I never really got into Family Guy that much, but uh, South Park was definitely like you know, reminds me of watching that when I was younger and definitely the one I went to. So it's it's got the nostalgic factor, and I like the jokes more, yeah. It's hard to believe it's still on the air. I was it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. I was 18 when it came out. And I remember saying to my friends, like, you can't, you guys got to watch this. I can't believe they get away with this on TV. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, South Park or Family Guy? South Park annoys me. So I'd have to say Family Guy. Why? Why does it annoy you? I don't know. Like, I think like the whole Family Guy thing is a bunch of, bunch of dudes just you know drinking beer having fun and the other is the voices of the of the the kids from south park make me want to play in traffic um <laughs> really i love cartman's voice that's what makes <laughs> so, so funny. funny 
when he sings a song and it's like <laughs> amazing Andrew. Oh <laughs> yeah no i i do uh i you know south park are kind of more of a, a cultural marker i feel like they they really came out at a time when it was like a true challenge to sort of uh something that the simpsons had a, a real hold on um a family guy they just kind of keep trying to get more and more like they think it's offensive but it's like this really isn't like you're just kind of like oh it's an animated character doing something that's kind of cringy but like south park it's amazing how they will have like a political issue and then like the that that saturday like days later they've they've come out with something to talk about it mm -hmm. and it's not like saturday night live where you know it's a live thing and someone can just say something like they've they've gone into production on this it's not the best production and it probably only takes them a day or two to make an episode but yeah and i really do think that uh i think matt stone and trey parker have i got i always get their names mixed up is it matt parker and trey stone i never remember it's who's matt, which no, it's trey I parker it's trey and matt parker. stone okay yeah yeah they are they are really funny and i think i think another reason south park wins is because the movie basketball just was so funny <laughs> And yeah, I just yeah. loved it. And like Team America, I love that they did that. Oh, Team like, America. They, yeah. And, and Family Guy, it's like, like, oh, the, the dog's got a boner. Uh oh, what are we going to do? Like, like, it's not really, it doesn't really comment on things. But I got to say, like, I'm old and I don't really watch either of them. But yeah, South Park for the win. And I there's, love Blame Canada. That's so funny. There's, they, there's a lot of Canadian references on South Park, which I yeah, just yeah. absolutely love. My favorite time ever was when I was watching it and they were like, We've got to go meet down by the tree in Edmonton. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit, they said Edmonton. I like calling everybody or texting everybody. I'm like, fuck, what's South Park? Um, but also like South Park. Uh, what was I going to say? Shit, I totally lost. I'm looking at the chat too. It's hard, it's South hard not to watch the chat. Yeah. South Park is pretty brilliant. And they're even, they even have an episode where they make fun of Family Guy and how it's written. They basically say that South Park is or Family Guy is written by manatees in a factory like manatees are like in an aquarium and they pick idea balls with words on them and just throw them into like a shoot. And then the the writers of, of Family Guy just take these idea balls and put them all together and make that reminds me of the time when do 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 it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I could honestly rips on that. Family Guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But true. So we it looks like we have a, a more South Park coming up in the chat than there's a few family guys. Crystal's Crystal's all family guy. You know. Family guy is Sonia's funny. Like there's no doubt about fan. it. And it's probably just about as old as South Park, I would imagine. It feels like it's I don't know when yeah. they debuted, but I think I feel like Family Guy came out very close to the end of the nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. But yeah, thanks guys for uh for putting your opinions out there. Okay, here, how about uh Nintendo versus PlayStation? Oh. Ooh. Saucy. Kendra. You know, I I was never really big into video games much at all, but um the ones I like was into back in the day was Nintendo games. So I have to go with Nintendo. Okay. Jimmy. I'm the same. I grew up on Nintendo. It was like we had everything from Super Mario Brothers to 
Zelda to all of it. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, my buddy had a PlayStation, and it was not. I didn't find it as fun. Yeah, it, it, I feel so like. Many, Go ahead. Sorry. There were so many, so many cool games with the Nintendo back in the day. You can play with everybody in your family, not just the game, like the people that like to play video games. You can play anything. But yeah. That's true. Nintendo had a broader appeal. Not just for gamers, not just hardcore gamers. It's true. Yeah. There's a lot of like, just like kind of fun. And that's the thing. I, I was never into those games that like took forever and had like the big storyline. You know, yeah. my, my ADD brain couldn't sit there long enough to figure those things out. I'm like, <laughs> give me something quick that I can play. And then in an hour when I get bored of this and I want to go do something else, I can do that. <laughs> it's all about Mario, man. Mario. Yeah. 100%. What about you, Andrew? Yeah. Nintendo, they're like, game changing like there's just no real comparison playstation is cool but i don't like the controller and uh but i like nintendo just keeps changing the game all the time and one of the thing i like about them is that they they're really cool about changing the uh i'm not sure how to put this like the the console that you use like they'll be like okay we have a little controller like a b up down select start and then they've got the wii and then they've got like then they've got the switch and uh, I don't know if the Nintendo 64 controller with like the triggers and the little uh, top buttons, if that was out before the PlayStation, but that was also like a big kind of like when the Nintendo 64 came out or yeah. like I just saw someone in the chat there, like the duck hunt, like the <laughs> the, little, the light gun, which I, I don't think Nintendo created, but like they always were like changing the way that you could play games. Yeah. And um, like my kids and I, we play Switch and so it's, bad. Oh, the power glove Ugh. off. Come on, that was now you're playing with power. Absolutely, <laughs> I had a kid in junior high. He he wore that to school one day. He was mocked ruthlessly for that. I'd be he like, you're the coolest person I've ever met. In my <laughs> heart, I was like, I'm not going to say, and I didn't make fun of him, but I was like, I know why you're wearing that, but <laughs> you should you shouldn't have. But like, I get it. Yeah, I think he thought he was like Thanos. He was like, well, you think you think that's funny, and he's going to like make everybody like disappear. I but. Love <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo all the way. There's Nintendo's a few duck, hunt, duck hunt uh, references. Uh, yeah, you guys got the power pad. The power pad is a great reference too. Oh, oh. But I tell oh, you, yeah. like that duck hunt, unreal. That was uh, that dog laughing at you every time you miss. That oh. bastard. I, Still wanted to shoot him. The the little um noise when you like um shoot one of the ducks. That's my uh. <laughs> text message notification sound it is <laughs> actually yeah. uh, i don't know if you guys had heard but you can't play duck hunt on today's tvs you can only play duck hunt on a tube television because it's actually the tv itself that sends the signal to the gun oh wow i didn't know what? that wow if i'm wrong tell me you guys tell me but this is something That's amazing I, yeah yeah it's true. It's true. This whole time I've had the participants window up in the, in the screen. That's fine. Nobody cares. <laughs> Here, I'll close it. There, that's better. <laughs> A little late. Okay. Um, so yes, uh, here's another one. Operation versus mousetrap. Oh, 
For you board game oh. lovers. <laughs> Operation so, uh, versus Mousetrap. I didn't, as a kid, I didn't own Mousetrap. I owned Operation. But if I had to choose between the two of them, I'd probably pick Mousetrap. Because I used to get really frustrated with Operation. <laughs> Mm. operation just gave me anxiety at a young age mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> freak me right out i think you know i startled very easily i feel like maybe it's because of that game <laughs> was it testing DST. us or training us for something <laughs> yeah apparently i liked operation i yeah? like the anxiety of not hitting the edge and then you know, also, also, you know, if you're playing it with your siblings and bouncing the table so you do hit the edge, mm-hmm. uh, you know, keeps you aware of your surroundings and cause a lot of fights between me and my brother. <laughs> Good old days. Yeah. Just stresses I, I, you I, out so you start beating each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing quite as, as entertaining as being shocked in that game. Like it still has that factor. I got that game from my kids. We were playing a couple times and and my daughter was like, I, I don't like this game. It's too because you get that like and it's like it straight up, even though it's not going into your hand, like it's like a plastic thing that you're holding on to. But you, you feel it like in your heart. You're yeah. like, oh, no, I failed. And you let the poor guy die because you didn't get the, the toilet out of his stomach or whatever it was. So, <laughs> it, so it's just such a great game. It's such a clever concept. And I love that that zap sound. Yeah. It's nostalgic. Rattail says Operation owes us all an apology. <laughs> <laughs> just a cultural apology. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all the stress and anxiety. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Mousetrap. Mousetrap because uh, the whole like the whole thing, like triggering another thing, triggering another thing. It was so cool. Yeah. And, like sometimes it just didn't work right like i'd screw it up building it but the funny thing about that game is i don't even know what the gameplay was i don't even know what what i didn't read the instructions not like i don't even know how to play the game i just set up the damn thing and then kept setting off the ball and watching it honestly true. i don't I, know I don't what the instructions know what the game were was. yeah i never actually played it like that i would just set it up and like let it go <laughs> do it yeah yeah. That's really funny. Like, I <laughs> never tried it. I don't even yeah. know how to play it. Not a clue. But I did want to. It was more complicated, more cerebral operations. <laughs> like, take it out. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just get it done. Yeah. Oh, I love I love you guys. These comments are great. <laughs> Carla wanted to get into healthcare as a young girl. So she loved operation. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Makes That's sense. Cool. Makes sense. And that's how real operations are. Like, that's how real surgeries go. Like, you get the shocks and everyone's laughing and the doctor's like, oh. <laughs> and and you, you get that tiny little tweezer to pull, like, bones yeah. out. It's it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. That's how babies come out. <laughs> a pair of tweezers. They're both I think. I'm not sure. Me. It's true. It's, <laughs> then the head, the shapes, their heads all funny. And, yeah, that's how it happens. Okay. Got a few more of these. How about in the clothing department, overalls versus parachute pants? Ooh. <laughs> oh, Hands down for me, it was overalls. I wore overalls? those things all the time. Yeah. Did you ever wear them backwards? I oh, did you not, were too young. I, 
I I had the one strap that was off. I had the one strap thing going on. Yes, you had to with like a, a crop top or something underneath. Yeah, I was more of a t-shirt gal, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, overalls or parachute pants? I could wear neither, so it's sort of hard to say because <laughs> they're, they're too much modification for the fact that I'm so uh, like like even like with the with the overalls, how high they like the, the body so if yeah, and then the parachute pants. If you hem my pants down, they have no more parachute. So <laughs> yeah. So I could I could wear neither. Oh, well, that's understandable. Uh, and yeah, I never I never got into either. I I hate to be that boring guy, but uh, yeah, the the overalls <laughs> thing. I was like, no, I'm I I I'm not doing this. There was a couple guys at my school that were wearing them, and I'm like, this. I had farmers in my family. I'm like, what what? And the parachute pants. I think I might have tried on a pair once, uh, and I was like, this looks ridiculous. So you know, I mean, I look ridiculous in whatever I wear, anyways. But like that, I was just like, this is. This is maybe too much. This didn't make um, you feel like a fashion icon, no. Okay. No, but it immediately made me think of uh, of uh, what was that color? The stuff that would change, like ultra color or something. Like hyper that? hyper color. Hyper color. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I did make the mistake one time of wearing a hyper color shirt, and uh, like I'm kind of a big sweaty guy. That's I realize how attractive that sounds, and I got this like heat striped down the like right down my spine and people were like what's going on there and i'm like i don't know i'm just i'm just really hot down my spine and so it was just this long heat mark down my spine that just <laughs> i'm glad they never made hyper color pants i'll just leave it at that so yeah that's was hyper color a thing in the u.s guys uh oh, it had to be a thing it was funny because like they got they were a very short-lived fashion trend because people were like getting just hot in the armpit and it would just be mm -hmm. like colored under the armpit. And then they were like, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> so it, 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 the trend didn't last that long, but yeah. I want, I me had a hypercolor speeder speedo, I think, don't you? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I burned it. That way you can make sure your junk's at the right temperature. <laughs> that's that's the only problem is when you wear the ones that change color and you're and you're stripping um yeah it's could be stressful <laughs> there's a whole lot of neither in the chat where they're like no i don't want either neither yeah. overalls nor parachute pants but um but i i know some of these girls know a boy who looked really good in those overalls with no shirt Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh -oh. they know what yeah. I'm talking about. Okay, Canadian. Should I go for a Canadian centric one here again? Sure. Sure. Friendly giant versus Mister Dress Up. Oh. <laughs> Guys, get it. on your you Americans get on your Wikipedia for this one. Oh, this man. is like I was I was Mister Dress Up all the way. Oh. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Mm -hmm. Annie I do remember the friendly giant, giant, but yeah, I was definitely Mr. Dress Up. Mr. Dress I Up. Have to, I have to say friendly giant because uh, I don't know why. Like, it's just, you know, how when the friendly giant says, we'll all, uh, uh, we'll look all call up. Rusty, look up Way and we'll all call up. Rusty. I still say it. Like, I, I still say, you know, when I'm looking up, and we'll look way up and we'll all call <laughs> Rusty. It's just uh, something that I still 
is ingrained into my brain. Yes, yes. It is something that's ingrained in my brain too. That does pop into my head from time to time. Andrew? Yeah. I um I, I love the friendly giant so much. I loved like like his little rooster buddy that would show up sometimes in the giraffe and everything. Like, it was so much fun. Jerome uh, and Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I mean Mr. Dress Up, like I still I uh, I I teach art now and every single time we go to draw something, I'm like what am I doing? I'm not Mr. Dress Up. Like I should not be doing this. And like his his drawing in particular was just so seamless. He'd be like, "Look, I'm gonna draw a little face," and it would be like this amazing thing. And uh, I loved how he had like little little buddies that would show up, like little mm-hmm. puppet animals. And um, it always kind of cracked me up that uh, Casey, I think, was the kid. Yeah. And Finnegan was the dog. Yeah. So Casey Casey could talk, but his mouth wouldn't move. Finnegan couldn't talk but his mouth could move and he would just like whisper things and Casey would like translate it into English and be like oh he said he's got a ruptured spleen or whatever like there was always like some kind of conversation happening and I, I just always kind of love that let's explain what a ruptured spleen is kids yeah uh, uh, Mr. Rogers Mr. Dressup was very similar to Mr. Rogers but it was Mr. like Dressup Mr. Dressup got a start on Mr. Rogers he did. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And he would, they called him Mr. Dress Up because he had a, the tickle trunk, which the sounds trunk. like, <laughs> sounds like some kind of like horrible, inappropriate nightmare thing. Like, oh, let's get, let's, what's in the tickle trunk, kids? <laughs> and he, I'm sorry to say, let us watch it with something <laughs> called the tickle trunk, but it's it, totally it innocent, y'all. <laughs> it is, it is innocent. Yeah. It, it sounds like something from like a kinky place, but yeah, he had, he had costumes in his tickle trunk and, He'd be like, oh, think, you know, whatever. He'd be a dinosaur or something like that. I think that. there it was is really a cool. store here in Edmonton that like is like a kink store that goes by the tickle trunk or something like that. Yeah. Gets yeah, by the CBC. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking you down. Yeah. Oh, well, Rebecca says the friendly giant. Rebecca, have you seen the friendly giant? That, oh, that would be new. amazing if you oh, have. Man. Yes. Yes. Uh, she was thinking of the spinach guy. Oh, the jolly green giant. Uh, jolly green giant. <laughs> <laughs> spinach guy. Hey, he's... <laughs> green giant. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I love you guys. That's funny. Okay, we're going to... Oh, oh, and I got to point this out before I move on to the very last question. Um, one of my girls here, Chrissy is a huge fan of Danger Bay and she's, mm. she lives in California and what? she loves Danger Bay. Can you no believe that? Way. I when I she first oh. told me she watched Danger Bay, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I didn't know that made it out of the Canada. Cause it yeah, they're they're talking about how about Danger Bay versus Edison twins. Oh like Danger oh, Bay hands down. She knows I, the I Edison twins. Bay. Danger yeah. Bay, if you didn't know, is a Canadian show uh, filmed out of Vancouver, Hollywood North, where they are basically uh, it takes place at the Vancouver Aquarium, right? Mm-hmm. And then they don't they do like all kinds of fighting crime and shit like that, like poaching <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Environmental crime, fighting it. Yes, yeah. it, yes it was Danger so good. Bay. Right, it was awesome, and it was like just super exciting to watch and. I yeah, have to admit, I, I don't show. know either of those. Okay. I, 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 twins. Must have been 80s. 
It, it was definitely 80s, but it's like I, I have fond memories. And it's one of those things I don't want to go back and watch because it can't have aged well. Like there's no way it's as riveting as it was when, when we it's were on, kids. It's it on the YouTube, CBC's YouTube, I think. It was 84 <laughs> and it lasted for six seasons. Six seasons. Mm. Beachcombers. <laughs> <laughs> also a BC production. Yeah, but... All right, let's move on to the very last this or that. And uh, I think all of our American friends can participate in this one because this one's very generic. Coke or Pepsi? Mm. Ooh, Coke or Pepsi. Uh, I'm a Pepsi girl. Pepsi. Really? Yeah. And why? I like the taste better. Oh, man, that's going to be the answer for everything, isn't it? Just taste better. <laughs> And really, a special reason. Okay, okay, but there and if I'm gonna be like adding an extra reason why, um their commercials, they had that commercial with Pink, Beyonce, and Britney that was amazing. Uh where they were singing Queen. Super sexy, super awesome. Get, getting into they these commercials. commercials. Yeah. Nice. I, I like that. Jimmy, Coke or Pepsi? Growing up, it was Pepsi, but now I can drink either. Like, it's just, it doesn't, they all mix well with booze. Um, <laughs> but, That's what really matters. But actually, uh, Pepsi owns Hostess. And so, like, they're all owned by the same company now. And I have a Hostess in Tabor, so now I'm still a little more Pepsi side. Hostess Frito-Lay. Yes. Yeah. And KFC. Yeah. Do they still own KFC Taco Bell? They I owned don't... KFC Taco Bell and Pizza Hut for a long, for most of the 90s. But, uh, yeah. Pepsi's a big, they're both like superstar monster companies, but go ahead, Andrew. What is your choice? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't really drink pop at all but um if i had to if i was like faced with the two i'd probably pick coke just because i i've been told that it's the better but i it's funny that i i feel like like the whole this versus that like it's like if you had them in like unmarked containers um people that say they can taste the difference i i've really wanted to to, to test that theory because i really feel like you, if you didn't know which one was which you should do a conspiracy on that. See if it mm -hmm. was if the if the taste challenge was a real thing or not. If it was a real thing, and then maybe throw in like something like uh, like the PC brand cola or something like that. But uh, Coca Cola does have an interesting history. Like the whole thing about cocaine is true. Like there was like very uh, like minute amounts, you know, of cocaine in it, and uh, it was actually almost originally called Cola Coca, which I think is kind of a interesting little cola name. Coca. It was almost cola coca. Yeah, I know, which yeah. is weird. But it uh it, it, I mean it's it's yeah, it's a cultural product and I think that uh it's probably the more popular of the two, but really like nah, I I couldn't care less which one I get. Andrew conspiracy theory, if you turn a side of can of Coca-Cola Classic sideways, um in the writing you can see a guy smoking. Oh my. In the writing. Check huh. it out. Write uh -oh. that down. Okay, noted. Um but, uh, okay, I've always worked at restaurants that served Pepsi, 
from the mm-hmm. beginning. I started my restaurant life working at Pizza Hut. So you were, it was Pepsi. That's all. So I just got used to drinking Pepsi, honestly. Every single restaurant I've worked at is a Pepsi restaurant. Um, Pepsi is a cheaper product. I think that's why it's actually, but Coke is sweeter. Yeah, uh, People have said, I feel like it's a little more flat than Pepsi. This is just mm-hmm. my taste buds. But Pepsi does make the best commercials. Pepsi makes amazing commercials. Uh, Carla was saying to me, uh, they also had the disastrous Kendall Jenner commercial. Commercials don't make it taste better. I personally think that it tastes better than Coke. So I do like it better that way. I but, never saw yeah. the Kendall Jenner commercial. I never saw. I, I it must saw, be on YouTube, right? I I saw all the good ones from back in the day. Maybe it's a newer commercial thing. Because like the pink and Britney and Beyonce one, that was like early 2000s. And, oh, uh, that was the best commercial. Uh, Karene says she doesn't know about new Coke. So what happened? I think it was 1985. Um, Coke oh, decided yeah. to change their formula and called it new Coke. And people revolted hard. They uh, <laughs> it, it was, was a disaster so for Coca-Cola yeah. to the point where they brought back the old formula and called it classic. And that's why we call Coca-Cola classic. That is the reason. Yeah. Uh, the more you know. It's like that crystal Pepsi thing, which was also just that's gross, atrocious. And why it just was like, well, you can it's transparent, but it's like, why does it taste like glue? Like what? Do you you remember when they got the like vanilla Coke and cherry Coke and had those ones come out? Yeah. Are you into that stuff? The vanilla Coke? Like a vanilla Coke or a cherry Coke? Just like chef's kiss all over that. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, there she's asking, is it different in Canada? Theirs is made with corn syrup. Ours is made with sugar. No, ours is made with corn syrup too. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But I know that they taste different because I know I have friends that come from the States all over that say that the, the Coke tastes different than it does in the States. Oh, does it? The McDonald's spark McDonald's tastes a little different in the States a little bit, but I love that Coke commercial though. The new kids Coke commercial. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Anything <laughs> best i had to throw that in there anyway (laughs) yeah so to to end things off uh i definitely want to thank everybody who stayed in the chat with us this whole time you guys are amazing you're rock stars and thank you for supporting the show the way you have so um open-heartedly embracing it and it means the world to me and it means the world to me to have you guys as friends and and participating on the show all the time too. You take that time out of your lives and and you put it into dope nostalgia. And I really really love you for it. Thank you. Thank you for putting such an awesome product out there. Like you were Absolutely. just busting your ass left and right. It's awesome to see. Yeah, uh, it's I, joy, I, honestly, man. It brings me joy. But you know, I I'm honestly like just I and I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'm like just a huge fan of the show regardless mm-hmm. of being on it or not. I just, I love what you're doing. I love that you're bringing back a lot of these things that we grew up with and, and, you know, we're, you get to take us back for, you know, that half hour to an hour, however long the episodes are and, you know, get to talk to these people that we all grew up with and, you know, it's, it's awesome. And then also getting to find out what they're doing now. I think that's incredible that you're kind of giving that platform to them as well. And yeah, I love it. Congrats on three years. Thank you. Yeah, well, that's good job. Where it's, where it's gone, your podcast, and how much work you put into it, and how much you've done so far, and how much there is that you 
can do going forward. Like, you know, 2023 could see Donnie on the show. Just <sighs> soon. Manifest that Bring shit. Donnie on the show. <laughs> That's right. I think, I, think it'll, I think it's something that could happen eventually. So I, I, I don't like to, to bother him because I know how busy he is. But um, we'll see. We'll see. You guys are basically besties now. So like, <laughs> you know, just be like Donnie whenever you got a minute. Just he he he's he's a good good man you know he treats his fans really well and uh just the fact that yeah he he puts that love out there is very appreciated but yeah yeah, and i i'm so happy and also to make sure you guys check out these guys' beautiful podcasts too okay it's a conspiracy podcast and the jedi jimmy podcast jedi jimmy is only on youtube right uh, I'm on. I'm on everything. Apple. Oh. Uh, I'm on everything. I'm on yep. Apple Music. Uh, I apologize. Podcast, Spotify, all of it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Make sure you guys drop by and show them some love. And woo! Thank you for all being out there today. And uh, that's it. That's the third anniversary. Let's have a great third year. It's gonna be Yay. awesome. <laughs> I love y'all. Love you too. Thank you so much for having us on. All right. Bye, everybody. See you later. Hit up our Instagram, dope underscore nostalgia. You like Twitter better? That's cool. Nostalgia dope. Or shoot us an email, dope nostalgia podcast at gmail.com. This podcast is licensed by SoCan because we believe that artists should be paid for their work.